show, podcast, show, whatever, this, welcome, I'm Triple D, I'm your host, and you are now off the clock, and this is a filter-free zone where nothing's off the table, so if you got something to say, uh, bring it, put it in the comments, um, I'll give you guys the email at the end of the show, uh, you want to talk about or hear talked about, we're going to talk about it. So the, this is the first episode, and uh, we're just going to jump right in. Today, the main focus is going to be politics and religion. Yeah, damn, already? Y- yeah, already, I know. But uh, hey, why not? We're going to go ahead and we're just going to knock it out. But first, we're going to do a little thing that uh, I like to call, you know, just sort of a random recap where we're going to catch up on things going on in pop culture and uh, around me, if, if you care about what's going on with me, I, I hope so. I mean, I might be a little boring, but uh, hopefully hopefully I, you'll, you'll get something from it. I don't know. So um, depending on when you hear this, uh, the Grammys, the 2016 Grammys, honoring music acts from 2015, which I've always thought was kind of weird, uh, just recently passed. And uh, King Kendrick, K. Dot Kendrick Lamar, was eleven. Was excuse me, was nominated for eleven Grammys. He won five of those. Uh, I'm not going to go into what which ones he did win, but the biggest thing was that uh, he didn't win Album of the Year. Um, Taylor Swift won that, and um, I think it's one of those things where it's just like we all wanted it. We are a little disappointed that he didn't get it, but at the same time, it's like the reality of it was. You kind of should have seen it coming. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, the only two, the only two that I've seen rap groups or excuse me, acts or artists, whatever, that have won album of the year were The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill by obviously Lauryn Hill back in 1999 and Outcast for uh, Speaker Box and The Love Below. And that was back in 2004. Those are the only two rap acts that I saw. And I, I looked that came away with the album of the year Grammy. Now, um, to pimp a butterfly is probably one of the most pro blackest anti industry albums that we've had in years. And, uh, I gotta be honest, a lot of people were really upset that he didn't win album of the year. And I get that. But at the same time, if you got angry, that the Grammys, the industry, give, the industry driven Grammys didn't give an anti-industry album, a black ass album, album of the years. Like, come on now, you, you got to do better. You, you kind of played yourself on that. But, you know, um, it is what it is. We all know what it is. He knows what the game is. But congratulations nonetheless the album is amazing if you haven't heard it i don't know where you've been black white all colors in between you you need to hear that album and uh who who knows what's going to be next for him but uh i know me personally i'm excited and i'm ready to see it so the next sort of recap thing is kind of be it's going to be a bit more personal what's going on in my personal life uh not directly but uh, let me start off by saying i work in a museum. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm not going to tell you what kind. But um, I work in a museum. And uh, I get to do a lot of people watching at my job. Uh, so just just a heads up. It's going to be a, a topic of a lot of recaps. Just people and how hilarious they are. So I'm going to have a lot of stories and rants from, from time to time. If you stick around long enough. So um, 
recently we had this really big family day event and uh, it was really kid friendly. There were activities and, you know, family day. So obviously families were, were there. So a few times during the day, we had kids get separated from the parents, which isn't, you know, it's not, it's not a shock. Uh, it was crowded and, you know, that sort of thing could happen when the museum is empty for honestly. So like I said, we had kids get separated from their parents and that's not what bugged me out. Like I said, it, it could happen at any time and the place was packed. What kind of blew me was like throughout the day, I'm watching kids with their parents and their parents, quite a few parents are just not paying that close attention to their kids. Now, I get it. You know, we all, well, I don't have any kids yet. I, I hope to have some someday, but like, you know, everybody has their own parenting style. And like, if you're dealing with preteens and teenagers, I kind of get that. But like, there were toddlers and kids that looked like they learned how to walk last week with these 10 yard gaps in between them and their parents in a, in a crowded just people filled area like a whole lot of bad stuff could have happened and thank god it didn't but like just the overall vibe i don't know maybe it's me maybe it's one of those things that you pick up on as a parent when you become one but like just the overall vibe was just like my parents didn't let me get that far away from them in crowded scenarios like there it was it was a really bad scenario guys um it was just a lot of lax parenting just like you know oh well you know we trust them it's like they can't even talk like these kids could have been snatched up at any given moment it, it could have been a really really bad scenario and i don't know if, it, if it's a uh if it was just one or two instances i could see it but like it was sort of the whole overall vibe it was just parents letting kids that can't comprehend anything going on around them just run wild and i don't know somebody help me out if that is it a sign of the times is it uh, a new parenting method to let kids just kind of go out and explore I, I don't get it but um it just sort of weirded me out so uh yeah comment below if you got an idea that if you've noticed if you agree if you disagree um i i don't know i, I don't it was weird so that bit of confusion is going to take me into a little segment that I like to call I need answers where uh, I pretty much address some things that or something more particular that's uh, currently confusing me and I, I need answers to and um, I need to know um, are we witnessing the full mental meltdown of Kanye West? Is that is that what's happening right now? Is is this it? Has he finally flown off the deep end? He's done a lot of wild stuff. He's been really outspoken. But I think like recently we've all heard about if we haven't seen the Twitter rants. Is is this the the real it's it's almost time to like, you know, send help for Kanye? Like are we just gonna keep watching? Is is this what we're gonna do? Like, what, what does his family think? Like, what do, do his friends have anything to say about this? You know, does he have any real friends? Like, not, not the yes men, but like actual friends. You know, does Jay-Z ever try and talk sense into him? Or does he just kind of just sit back and like, oh yeah, you know, do, do you, yay, do you? And just 
hops in the whip and rolls out whenever he can, whenever he can. Like, do we, do we need to send, uh, what is it? Ayana Van Zens? Did I say that right? I'm not sure if I did. Uh, to fix his life. Is it too late? Is it too far gone? Uh, somebody tell me because I need answers. So we're going to get into the main course, the main reason we're here today. And uh, like I said at the top, today I want to talk about politics and religion. More specifically, why I don't like talking about politics and religion. Huh. They're the two kind, they're the two things that kind of you know run the world, so they're unavoidable. And I get that they need to be talked about and uh, it gets exhausting. It's rarely a discussion, you know, uh, when I say discussion, I, I'm making the bunny ears because people have very loose definitions of the word discussion. And they usually try and twist it to when it fits them. Um, it's almost always an argument and I don't mean a debate. I mean an argument, but I will get to that later. But uh, first, I want to talk about them sort of sort of individually. So when it comes to politics, what bugs me the most is that, you know, I get it. We're all entitled to our own opinions. But like we all know that person. We all we've all got him on Facebook, Twitter, whatever we fought, whatever or in person or at the job. We all got at least that one person that just swears they're an expert. They, they have all the answers. They know everything. Everybody else is wrong and they they have the solution. And um, what trips me out about that is like we all know that person, but that person, you know them for all this political knowledge that they have, that they, they swear that they can fix. They work at like like a call center or something. And, and like, now don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not knocking working jobs like that. You know, we all do it. We've all got to do it. I'm not saying that you can't be intelligent and work at a type of job like that. But if you're going to be so opinionated to the point where you're going to give harsh critiques on everything, I'm going to need you to have some experience. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just because you, you, you aced that class in high school or college, you know, I'm going to need you to get some actual work experience in politics. You can have your opinion. Don't get me wrong. But like just straight tearing down and critiquing everything as if you were in the halls of Congress yourself. And don't get me wrong. I, I know. I know Congress is shady and shaky. Don't get me wrong. But like. Come on, man. Like, stop it. Like, I'll give you a prime example. Uh, not too long ago, there was a video on Facebook. I didn't even really watch it. Um, I just didn't have the time. And it was one of those things was just like, I don't really feel like being bothered with this. Um, but I did scan the comments of the people that of one of the people that posted it and just looking at the people who commented and that particular crowd for me personally, it's just like, okay, I, I already know. I don't, I don't want to waste my time on this video, but basically what it summed up to were some social figures who kind of held a bit of a round table and I'm not going to say the names because like I said, I haven't seen the video in full, but get, this is what I took from the, the comments I saw Well, a few people were kind of agreeing with what they heard. So like I said, don't, 
don't judge solely on this because I'm not judging solely on the video. I'm judging solely on the comments that I read. And this is what I'm about to say kind of speaks more directly to the people commenting rather than the video itself. Uh, basically, what I gathered was that these guys were pretty much going around and discussing how uh, our current president, Barack Obama, depending on when you listen to this podcast, um, didn't do enough for black people during his presidency. He he was disappointing and blah, blah, blah. You know, he he let them down and this is how I would have done it. And like I said, critiquing his job in office, their main point of of conversation were how they would have done it better. Mind you, I'm not going to drop names, but I did recognize a lot of the faces of the people that were uh, involved in the video. And although some of them were social activists, none of them had political uh, experience. And all I could think was just, and this goes for, you know, so many other people, you'd apply this to anything. I don't understand how people can be so critical of another person's job or performance in a job they have never done and in most cases will never do you feel me like be opinionated that that's fine but if you've never done what this person has done and will most likely never do it i i i really don't care to hear your critique your critique has no weight to it that's like me a guy whose only experience on a football field has involved holding a trumpet critiquing Russell Wilson's form as a quarterback and expecting people to take my my critique seriously and like just genuinely expecting it to hold weight you feel me like that if if you want to be taken seriously and you're not in that lane like you got to put more Put more effort into your opinion instead of just being, you know, what most people are nowadays, which is going against the grain or being different just for the sake of being different for hopefully likes or, you know, trying to play the renegade role when you're really not about that. You know, give me something more. Give me something more than just a, a random opinion. Like that's social media is full of those, you know, um, it, start a blog start a podcast wink wink you know show me some research you actually found and do more than just repost some article you only read the headline of you know and just just turn down the condescending tone so you know that's that's my biggest issue with discussing politics like i know it has to be discussed but i i'm i rarely discuss politics mainly because of that reason right there now as far as religion goes and we are like, I know a few of you might have winced up like, oh, Lord, what's he about to say? Here's the thing. When it comes to discussions on religion, I'm almost always a spectator. I, I'm, I'm usually on the sidelines watching. I have nothing against anyone's religious beliefs or what they practice. It's just I wasn't, me personally, I wasn't really raised in that setting. So I really can't really speak on something I don't, I'm not going to say I don't believe in, but I don't have much of a background or experience in it. So I'm me personally, I'm not the type that's just going to dive into a discussion um, of people who are knowledgeable. in. so like I said, I, I wasn't raised in, I do believe in a higher power. I just don't really subscribe to anyone's particular lane. Okay. So I actually, I find discussions 
on the interpretations and life lessons, or if you want to call them testimonies, whatever, you know, apply where, where necessary. Uh, those things that people have gotten from, you know, scriptures, passages, like I said, apply to your lane. Um, I, I like discussions on those interpretations. Like I find them really fascinating because, you know, my basic takeaway from religion that I always kind of got was that it generally centered around your personal. Once again, I'm, you can't see it. I'm making the, the bunny ears, but not, not in a, you know, <laughs> cynical sense, but like for real, it, your personal connection with that higher power. Uh, your road to enlightenment, being a better person, whatever you're looking to accomplish. Now, like I said, I'm a spectator in these discussions and I've almost always seen the problem comes when someone tries to tell you that you're wrong. You feel me? Now, discussions on politics and religion, they're usually messy right off jump. Like they're almost always like that. Turn to Fox News or CNBC, whatever. They're usually welcome to the show. And uh, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong on everything you think about this political figure and blah, blah, blah. It, it usually goes straight off jump. You, you know how that goes. Now, with religion, nothing drains a room faster than one person telling another person that what they got from their spiritual, spiritual, excuse me, I can't talk. Sorry. Their spiritual connection is wrong. Whether it's someone of the same denomination questioning you directly, um, someone from a different faith questioning your your faith altogether, or uh, someone who just wants to get a reaction out of you just because it almost never ends well. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm not saying I avoid these conversations and talking about these things, but I don't rush into situations where nine times out of ten you can tell it's going to end in an argument. I'm in I'm in no hurry to get, be a part of that just because I just don't have the energy. And, uh, when it comes to religion, almost anything, anything can spark an argument. Um, you can almost always tell when a discussion becomes an argument. So depending on the topic or, you know, the personalities in the room, you can almost always see it coming. The conversation starts, you know, people are going around giving their two cents sharing personal experiences, it's going well, and then it happens. When talking politics, like I said, it's usually flat out. But in religion, like more often than not, it's kind of subdued. It's a little held back. Uh, one person has just finished talking, and then someone makes a statement. There's quite, you know, bunny ears again. A statement is made. Now, the words used in the statement could have been said in any other point of the discussion and would have kept their their intended value. But with the tone and the delivery that is dropped in this time, in every language, it's translated as, okay, but you're wrong. You, it, sometimes it's straight up. Some people will straight up say, okay, but you're wrong. But most times when you hear that statement that sets it off, it's it, you, and it doesn't matter what you're talking about, that tone and that delivery is just, all right. Okay. I hear you, but you know, you're wrong. And nine times out of 10, it, it follows with another statement that translates to here's why. So as soon as they hear that, the, anyone that's near, that's not a part of person A and person B's exchange. And, and you could hear it. We've all done it. It goes, the statement is made and everybody at the table 
or wherever in in their head just like oh shit oh god here we go so that's that's everybody else the person on the receiving end of the statement immediately gets defensive it may not be really blatant or outward um it may be a quick blink it could be an eyebrow raise uh internally they're defensive it could be straight out shock and awe in the face that's usually the 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 you know that's usually how it goes down um every now and then you might have that the person on the receiving end go well all right we'll agree to disagree and that's the end of it but you know what i'm saying let's be honest let's be honest that almost never happens so like i said it could be a direct remark or a general statement with a questionable tone whatever once it's said that the recipient the person that's receiving on the receiving end gets defensive and um you know it could be one person it could be on more than one person because we've all seen it where like the first person the person that's on the receiving end they hear it but then somebody else jumps in and then that's how it jumps off that's how the argument jumps off uh even if it's not that heated the back and forths and the yelling and the you're wrong and i you know i this is how this is what's right um what's what's the point you know whether it's on facebook or you know social media or in person you know like i said like i don't because of this i don't dodge these you know i don't whenever these conversations come up i don't take off running or anything like that it's just like i said sometimes you know i'm not the type that that likes to get in arguments just for the hell of it like there are a lot of people who i I got a few friends who have to have the last word even when it's just plain not worth it they have to have the last word um they will challenge everybody on everything but the minute they're challenged on something it's world war three and let's let's be honest um discussions will end they usually end with you know an increased understanding of the information shared and though that's i'm fine with that arguments almost always end with you know someone mad at the other person animosity you know just and just exhaustion like arguing tires you out without and you know you never really grow from it you might lose a friend uh you might you never know you might get fired from your job you might have people looking at you different over an argument that probably could have been avoided if you just agreed to disagree know when you're getting in an argument know when the discussion is over and you're just arguing like arguments aren't they they never really help anything sometimes they do help weed out who's just a plain idiot but sometimes it's just two people who had a misunderstanding and it goes too far so like i said i don't i don't run away from these things but i just don't have the energy you know what i mean um if if i see a situation that i know is gonna just straight up be an argument i'm just gonna agree to disagree and i'm gonna keep it moving you know, I just don't have the energy to argue with you. It's not worth it. I just called Uno. You you can change the color all you want, but I'm about to go out on this draw four because that's how I play and it's my deck. And I'm not going to argue with you because you had four shots and two drinks and you want to randomly discuss, you know, abortion laws when we're both dudes and we'll never have kids. So, like, why are we getting into this? OK, let's just go ahead and take this this draw four and keep it trucking you got to know the difference you know discussions are held to further understandings arguments are had just to force a winner is it really worth it i personally don't think so 
So uh, I think that's a pretty good stopping point. I um, hope you got an understanding of uh, my take on the whole politics and religion topics. Uh, you probably won't hear too many of them on this show. Um, and I hope you take it with your personal life. You know, I'm not saying dodge these things, but I am saying if you're going to put your energy into something, you, you should kind of think clearly before you engage in this stuff. Because we've all been in them situations before where it's just like the next thing you know, you're arguing and you go home angry and most most people on both sides never think that what was why was I so angry over an opinion like I believe what I believe I feel what I feel I think what I think I'm going to keep doing that. So it's like what's what's the point in getting angry over these things. But like I said, not everybody's that open-minded some people just want that w some people just want to be right and uh some i feel like the less stressful thing is to just go ahead and let them think they're right um sometimes they might be right and it's just not your time to understand that point um when you're ready to understand that point you'll make yourself open to understand that point but um like i said that's that's the main reason i don't really discuss excuse me i don't really talk politics and religion i'll discuss them but not that often so like i said um i think that's a, a good kind of closing point for today um i think the episode's getting a little long i'm gonna try and keep these under 40 minutes like i said i'm a solo act and i don't think anybody wants to hear over 30 minutes of one dude talking to himself but if i get some guests and a co-host one day hopefully i can we can draw them out with discussion and stuff like that um i'm gonna leave you with uh, the first little conscious cookie, if that's what we want to call it. Whatever, if you can think of something, uh, once we start doing these more, just sort of a, a takeaway. Kareem, wow, I butchered his name, sorry. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar once said, I learned early on that there's a place inside oneself that no one else can violate, that no one else can enter, and that we have a right to protect that place. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I've taken that a lot of different places in my personal life um i feel like it kind of serves today's main point main topic as far as you know when discussing these things um especially if you want to apply it to religion um that place is yours and if you share it with someone and they decide to attack it you have every right to defend yourself um and that view now how far you decide to go uh is up to you all i'm gonna say is don't sacrifice the comfort of that place to defend it's you're still you know keep that that's yours all right so uh, like i said that's gonna do it for episode one of off the clock um i know it kind of i don't know if it was a little heavy for the first episode but whatever uh we're gonna we're going to be talking about a lot more different things and topics and pop culture and all that good stuff. I just kind of wanted to just dive right into this first podcast. Uh, if you have any comments or requests, want to show, share some love, want to share some hate um, towards me, not not to anybody else. Um, if you want to you know, say you hate me or whatever, I don't care. Uh, you can either comment below or you can email the off the clock podcast at yahoo.com 
Um, that's O-F-F-T-H-A Clock Podcast at Yahoo.com And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me and I will see you guys next time.